What's up? What's up? Family, friends, and foes. Envy's regular Degla Dyke show here. Envy here. You done know. We got so. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Episode eight. Wow. Y'all really need me. Y'all really making me do this thing, huh? I mean, I'm. I I enjoy doing it. Don't get me wrong, but it would be a little less motivating if I didn't have people listening, because <laughs> I could talk to myself, you know, effortlessly, <laughs> um, without waking up or late at night or trying to write a treatment or doing a podcast. But I appreciate the love. I don't think I have over a hundred followers on Twitter. I did at one point. I had to switch accounts. I don't know. Whatever. I got locked out of an account. But I don't think I have over 100 followers on Twitter. But to see over 100 spins or listens, I don't know, on my podcast is really, I'm so appreciative. I'm humbled, guys. I appreciate it. The last episode alone, the um, Entanglement episode, episode seven, it was jumping. It was jump, jumping like a crisscross album. It was jump, jumping, jumping, jumping. It was jumping. (laughs) Like... Um, I had so many people in my inbox trying to figure out who Yanni and Sweets were. I'm trying to also fish to see if any of our moments would make a podcast. And um, to the inbox dwellers, I say stay tuned. <laughs> yeah, you in my inbox asking me, hey, remember that time when are you going to talk about that? No, no, maybe not. It was it was only interesting to you, mom. It wasn't interesting to me unless I'd have talked about it already. Now, <laughs> So it's episode eight, episode eight. We're going to keep it pushing. It's like I kept talking about the, uh, my headphone fell out. I don't know if y'all heard that, but my headphone fell out. Um, episode, episode seven, I kept talking about the blonde day episode that I wanted to talk, discuss with you guys or share with you guys. But the more and more I was speaking to a couple of my friends, shout out the mini cakes. Um, I was speaking to a couple of my friends and I was like is it a blind date because like no one set us up I knew shorty like I didn't know her I met her the day like a day before so I don't know I'll just kick the episode to y'all I'll just share the story to you guys and you let me know jump in my inbox and was like that was not a blind date you ain't shit whatever you gotta say I got a lot of yo E you ain't shit in my inbox for the entanglements episode uh, it was a different time. I told y'all I was part of the ain't shit tribe. I mean, I hung my ain't shit tribe up a little since then. I mean, a, a lot since then. <laughs> and um, yeah, but it's episode eight. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. You're not too late. Don't worry. I mean, it's episode eight. You're not late. It's no mistake of yours. Pull up a chair. Let me your ear as I tell you another tale. From the land of queer. I told y'all I'm gonna try to get bars in. <laughs> Wait till I start singing. <laughs> now I done just now I done messed up the whole entire, you know, segue into it. Let's 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 try that again. Episode eight. Don't worry, you're not too late. Pull up a chair, lend me your ear, as I tell you another tale from the land of queer. Yeah, let's go. All right, the year was like 2001 or 2002. It wasn't past, it had to be 2001 because it was right before 
Jay made everybody burn their throwback jerseys. So I, I was still wearing a throwback jersey. So I know, like, you know, Lord Hove is Christ. In my eyes, that was, Jay was the God MC. So if he was like, I'm 30 plus, I don't wear jerseys, I'm 30 plus. I tucked all my throwbacks after that. I didn't know what to do with over thousands of dollars worth of jerseys. But anyway, the year was 2001. We're going to just go with that. Um, It was the weekend after Pride in New York City, and the energy was popping. You know the week, the weekend after Pride, everybody still got Pride outfits that they didn't wear. And God forbid it rained. It was a rainy Pride day, which it usually does in New York. And you didn't wear the Pride outfit you were going to wear that next weekend, you're popping. You're popping. If you a dirty Negro or dirty chick, <laughs> you just, you know, wore your same shit. You didn't even care. First of all, I know New York City is a big place, but the gay community is small. You end up bumping in to somebody from somebody. It's six degrees of separation in that bitch. So if you wore your pride outfit on pride and you still got the ketchup mustard stains and you're wearing it next week, people going to notice. I'm just I'm just saying. Anywho, so the energy was popping. So my boy Prez and I, my homeboy Prez and I, we decide we're going to go to Lover Girls nightclub in the city. I think Lover Girls was speed every other day, but every other weekend it was Lover Girls. Of, I don't know how that worked. I don't remember. I told you I did a ton of Cheech and Chonging back in the days. Um, So Lover Girls was a nightclub in the city and pulling up, I could tell from the line that the night was going to pop. It was wall to wall women again this is the weekend after pride so if you didn't see me in my pride fit last week or if i met you at pride last week i'm trying to capture that i'm trying to keep that momentum going so it the line was crazy i i've been going to love girls at this point for a while and i did not i've never seen the line not even on pride night because a lot of people frequent the little bars and stuff on pride but i had whoa i did not expect that to be crazy you know and i was at this point i was past my baby like stage past my my saving a young, a young stud stage i was grown as fuck yes i thought i was grown as fuck so it was 2001 i was 21 right i was thought i was grown as fuck i was killing the scene in my gangster lean couldn't tell me shit i had on a daryl strawberry mets throwback white polo shorts some adidas Spelling. Oh, maybe I don't think I had on Adidas. I'm lying. I didn't have on Adidas. I had on some Asics because I had on some orange, white, and blue Asics to go with the the Daryl Strawberry, Strawberry um Mets throwback. Um, so I had on Adidas, uh, not Adidas, Asics. Smelling like Izzy Miyake and money. It was lit. My black ass, my dark skin against that orange and Mets blue. Yeah, I was a mommy magnet that day, baby. A mommy magnet. <laughs> Fun fact: I still have that jersey. That jersey is like. The Yaya Traveling Jersey of Brotherhood Pants. You know that movie, the Yaya? Tra I don't know the name of it. You know what I'm talking about. But that jersey was my brother's, um, my brother Adonis. Adonis's jersey. And then I don't know how my brother Derek got it. And I don't, one day I think they let me borrow it. And it was like, don't look back. I lived in the Bronx. They lived in Brooklyn. Like, come catch me if you can. So <laughs> anyway, I still have that jersey because I love my brothers and... Free my man, free my bro D. Um, so I, I keep that jersey. I, everywhere I go, I don't even wear it no more. It's just in a hanger. In the, I think it's in the same cleaners bag from Brooklyn, hanging in a closet. But so that anyway, my boy Prez was looking equally dope in a Dan Marino throwback Dolphins throwback jersey. 
that I ended up buying from him later on. I was, yeah, I was accumulating a lot of jerseys from 2000 to 2002. And then here go Jay with his bullshit, right? Anywho, so Dan Marino jersey Prez had on. We both looking like money. And Prez was a jewelry fiend. So Prez, still a jewelry fiend. Prez had on so much jewelry, look like a fucking rap video. So I knew with the amount of women in line and me and Prez were pre-gaming that it was going to be a long night. And Prez did this thing where he liked to dip off, excuse me, dip off and, um, you know, fill up people's daughters in the bathroom and shit with consent. Of course, I got to make sure I say that in this Me Too movement uh, era, definitely with consent, but he would dip off do his thing and then meet me i always played the speakers right in the cut by lover girls right by the stage because you if you was tired you could lean <laughs> and i wasn't tired at 21 i was popping but if you was tired you could lean and if you sat on the stage sometimes some drunk girl came sat on your lap and, and dubbed you out but either way we made plans you know to meet by the coat check at three just in case we got separated which we never did we always checked for each other chirped each other whatever, made sure we knew where each other were. We got in the club. Prez is ducking at this point from two chicks he smashed end up being together that night and spotted him and was about to go ham. So he maneuvered that, dipped off, and we in the cut now. We chilling, we dancing, and we vibing. It's a whole vibe. Um, This one particular girl... I was watching her for a while that night. I didn't I didn't dance with her. She wasn't dancing with anyone. You could always tell that girl that just wanna, you know, hold a drink and dance by themselves and vibe out. You could tell mad studs, dykes went up to her, what have you, trying to dance with her, trying to get a little feel of her vibe, and she was just politely turning them down. I was like, oh, okay. So I was like, fuck it. I'm, I'ma try it. And I was watching her the whole night. And so I was getting ready to walk over to her and just so happened, told y'all, sit by the stage, stand by the stage. Chicks that's wearing heels, get tired, come sit down on the stage. And that's what Shorty did. <laughs> nah, she came and sat by the stage. So I leaned, I stood up and leaned by the speaker, you know, Heineken in my hand, full fake Jamaican flex. <laughs> and Prez off somewhere. And I'm she she dancing to herself. She vibing. They playing reggae. I don't want to say we was in a reggae room. I'm not sure, but they playing reggae. She vibing. She sit on the stage, rest her weary weary feet. And um, I go over and I'm like, you know, can I buy you a drink? I see you you was jamming all night. You don't want to walk back over to the bar. Can I buy you a drink? She was like, no. I could buy you a drink. And I was like, oh, she one of those. Like, I wasn't trying to be offensive. I was just trying to get your ass a drink. You look a little parched there, Derry. You look a little parched. Just trying to get you a little. Nah, nothing for the Sahara Desert. That is your throat. No, you don't want a drink. Nah, nothing. All right, fine. But she was like, nah, it's cool. It's cool. My friend just went over to get me a drink. Um. So what's your name? And I was like, Envy. And she was like, oh, cool. My name is Tina. And I'm like, oh, okay. All right, how you doing? Chilling, cool, and talking now. I just want to let y'all know, Shorty was bad. She was bad, bad. Like, bad for your health, bad. Okay? She was bad, bad. Um, Light skin. Oh, I just want y'all to know that 
My dog is going to bark because my neighbors is pulling up. So please bear with me. He, he He's a chihuahua. He has a lot of pent up anger issues for being so short and close to the ground. So just so y'all know, he is going to bark. I'm going to try to limit him barking. He's looking at me now with that bark glint in his eye. But um, shorty was bad, bad, like bad, bad for your health, bad, you know? You don't know. She had on some, I still remember she had on some blue shorts with the little holes, like distress shorts and a beater, right? Just a beater, plain Jane and some strappy shoe sandals, Johns, right? So she had that on and the white beater that she had on, absolutely no bra, titties standing up like attention. I mean, zero bra. I could tell us because I didn't see a bra strap and you could see her nipple piercings through the um, through the beater she had a sh- her hair up like in a, a messy bun or something and she was glistening she was dope to me at that, that point she was super dope so we kept you know vibing her friend came over with the drink I didn't even see when her friend came over with the drink because I was that engaged enamored with shorty so we exchanged numbers and I finally found Prez and we we dipped. We she and I discussed going to get breakfast, but after seeing the state of my homeboy, I was like, yeah, we out. We gonna jump in this good old cab, and you know, troop it to Brooklyn. I was crashing at Pratt's crib, and we got to the crib. You know, we discussing our night after this dude trying to sober up. Different numbers, different chicks. I'm telling Pratt's about the um girl. I'm like, yo, shorty was beautiful. She was nice. She was impressed about a drink. You know, she was chilling. Um, so Press was like, Word, that's dope. Call her up. Let's see what it is. And I'm like, I'm not calling her right now. Like, nah, he like, nah, nigga. I know not calling her right now, but you know, call her up. You always get these numbers and then don't be calling short. He's like, call her up. So, well, you know, next day I call Shorty up. I get home, I call Shorty up just to see what's on. And the phone conversation, the vibe was cool. We were discussing, you know, meeting up or whatever. And she was like, I want to see you right now. I want to see you today. And I was like, oh, okay. I had to have a, you know, that Dave Chappelle, um, <laughs> the Dave Chappelle movie when they first started blowing. Why can't I remember that name? Oh, man. Anyway, when he took Chick on a date and he only had a couple of dollars in his, in his I'm going to remember by the end of this podcast the name of that movie. Some of y'all are probably screaming it right now. I had the name. But Dave Chappelle and his boys. When they first started smoking weed for the first time, and he had to take Shorty out on a date. The date couldn't have come at a worse time, man. I was flat broke. All my money was tied up in our drug dealing venture. I only had eight bucks. This was going to take some careful budgeting and maneuvering. Watch the master at work. Like, wait, it's not a pay week. I had to check my, my pockets, and I was like, oh, yeah, I, I'm cool. So I'm like, oh, you want to see me today? We could get up today. What do you want to do? You want to go, um, you know, get some pizza, hang out in the city, go to dinner? She she sounded like she wants to keep it real light, so I was trying to match her vibe. Um, and she was like, no, let's just meet up in the city. I found out through the conversation that she lived in Jersey. So she was, I'm like, oh, damn, she already coming all the way from Jersey. Um. I'm gonna make it work for a while. We gonna we gonna do something nice. We gonna do a little little dinner in the city and just chill out. Maybe dinner in the movie. So that at the end of the conversation, excuse me, guys, I need to take an allergy medicine. 
This moment has been brought to you by Zyrtec. No, I'm just playing. Um, so she lived in Jersey. At the end of the conversation, she kept saying to me, do you have a friend for my friend? And I was like, I don't. You know, my boy is at work. Really, Prez was with somebody's daughter and nursing over another hangover or whatever. But I'm like, no, I don't. At that time, that's the only person I really rolled with that I would say, yo, that's my friend. Like, that's that's a representation of my friend. And, yeah, no. Prez wasn't available, so I kept saying, nah, I don't have a friend for your friend. If you don't feel comfortable going out until, you know, your friend can accompany you or, you know, it's power in numbers, whatever you feel, we can wait. And she was insistent. No, I want to see you today. So it's fine. I'm going to leave my friend. It's just me and you. We'll hang out. And I was like, cool. I was like, look, we could stay in a public place. You know, you just met me <clears throat> the other night. And I understand. You coming all the way from Jersey. You don't know what you're getting into. Let's go down to the pier. We could go to that pizza shop on the corner that sells the great lasagna pizza. That my, The name escapes me right now, but they have the best lasagna pizza. So we could go do that and then hang out at the pier. We'll be amongst our tribe. And you won't feel like this is such a date date. We'll just chill and get to know each other. And she was like, I'm down for that. That's cool. I said, you know, tomorrow, the next, the following time we go out, you bring your friend. I'll bring my friend. And I was thinking to myself, like, Prez is not going to be upset because Prez is nigga. I'm like, yo, I got a, my home. The shorty I'm talking to or want to get to know got a friend. Prez is with the shit. Prez like, look, if she ugly, I just beat her from the back. That's the type of nigga Prez is to this day. I don't care what she looked like. I don't know what she's talking about. But if it's a friend for her friend and I could beat, then I could beat. And that's friend, that's Prez philosophy. Like I said <laughs> to this day, uh, we, you know, scheduled to meet up in the city, West 4th. And I think we met up at Papaya's. Um, 50 Cent Franks and Papaya's. We met up in the city. And of course come out the train station i'm like oh you know you didn't want i didn't want it to be me drinking in a club or just the dark smokiness of the club make shorty think she make me think shorty was bad like i didn't want to have beer goggles on so when she came up from the train station i was like yes she is really pretty and you know she seems cool on the phone this is gonna be great nope nope because behind her was who who guys who was behind her what, who did she bring with her? Huh? Huh? Who did she bring? Her friend. Yeah. She brought her friend. Somebody cue the threes company music. Come and knock on my door. Yeah. Three's a crowd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Three to party. Whatever. So she had her homie. She had her homegirl with her. Her homegirl was cool looking. She looked, she her homegirl was actually very pretty. She she just looked older, like she wasn't with the shit. Like, you know, you dragged me all the way from Jersey. What the fuck? So she was cordial when she came. She was like, hey. And she looked a little bit shocked. She was like, I thought there was a friend. So we now looking at Tina like, um, there's no friend. <clears throat> so I try to just make the best of the situation. I'm like, cool. I'm going to walk in the middle. Yeah, popping and got me looking like pimp. And her friend was dark skinned. And she's like, I'm like, okay, guys, if I, you know, we like a revert, we could put Tina in the middle. We could be an Oreo cookie. Like, I'm trying to 
light in the mood, we still decide to go. We we do a walking tour because um, her friend wanted to get something. Not nah, walking tour. Her friend wanted to buy something from the sex shop. So we go in the sex shop and she's looking at stuff. And I'm paying attention to what Shorty looking at that I'm trying to get to know. Tina. I'm looking at what she's looking at. So I go back, oh, that's what you into. That's what you into. Like a little spy mission. Okay. But um, she was really like standoffish we got to the pier and she was like looking at her phone i was like hey trying to get to know her and she was like this is my first date personality if you don't like it then you're not gonna get to a second date and i was like bitch like that's what i said in my head that mm mm-hmm like, who the fuck? This is your first date personality. If I don't like it, I won't get to a second date. I'm not going to even finish this first date. Heard? Like, what? So she was, we at the pair. She kept looking at her phone. I'm like, you rude. I'm trying to talk to you. She's like, oh, I think my ex is here. I'm out the call so I can see if that's the person over there so I could pick up their phone. And I usually date um, studs that's like 5'8". I was like, oh, you date basketball player studs? Because I'm 5'6 on a good day, you know. And some and some air pumps, nah. But really, I was like, oh, she's wowing. So while she's looking at her phone, her friend and I <clears throat> are making conversation. We're conversing. We're talking about her friend is older, and I'm always been older, more mature for my age. So we're discussing mad old old TV shows. And her friend is trying to call me out, like, oh, I ain't think you knew that. I ain't think you knew this. And she's like trying to catch me on like different theme songs. And the whole night, the vibe is cool with me and her friend. Her friend and I are super vibing. Let me get some water because I sound like Mr. Robotnik. So she, she, she just, Tina was like, again, in her phone. Her friend and I vibing, whole vibe, super vibe. So as we're walking, we're walking back to, I'm like calling it a night now. Cause at this point I'm over shorty and her little attitude of me not being five, eight or however tall she wanted me to be her. Keep looking for her ex, her bringing her first date personality to see if I was going to get to us. Like, fuck out of here. Like, fuck out of here for real, for real. Me and her homegirl kicked it the whole night. As we're walking back, to, I'm getting ready to walk them back to the train station she says, this is the Tina girl who I initially was supposed to be talking to. She looks at me and says, so I think you vibing with my friend more than me. And her friend was like, no, that's not even it. You just in your bag. You don't have a good day. And da, 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 da. I'm like, I don't understand. You pressed for this date, ma. So like, come on, ma. I don't like, you know, it was 2001. Cameron, happy with the ma. Like, I don't like, come on, ma. Seriously? Really? This what you, this how you giving it up? I, I I came here. You wanted to have this date. You wanted to do this. I told you we could wait till I had a friend for your friend. You blindsided your friend. You know what? You're right. I am vibing with your friend more than you. So at that point, her friend like, no, don't say that. I'm like, you know you vibing with me. So we walked them to the train. I'm, I'm still going to walk you to the train station. As her friend is saying goodnight, I'm like, yo, call me and let me know you're safe at least. You got home safe. So the girl Tina turns around. I was like, no, I'm not calling you ever again. I'm like, bet. Don't. So I start reciting my phone number to her friend. Her friend like, don't do it, you wildin'. So I start, I kept reciting my phone number to her friend. I'm like, you gonna call me. I want you to call me. Like, I'm trying to get with you. Like, she's like, I was at the club the other night. I'm the one who went and got her a drink. You didn't pay me no mind. I ain't see you then. I was, I was engaged. Her titties was standing up to my nose. They, they, they wasn't no bra standing up. I'm sorry, I was distracted. 
but I kept reciting my number over and over to her. She would not bite. So I remember her telling me through her conversation that she worked for FedEx in true stalker fashion, not <laughs> a soulmate fashion. Now I jumped on FedEx in Jersey, like the directory from her last name or whatever, and called her job to see if she worked there. They said she did. Um, I called her. We connected. She's like, are you crazy? You really called me. She's like, I'm going to be in the city. And I think I was holding my mom's house down at that point. My mom had went to Cape Cod or something on a church trip or with a senior citizens or something. I don't know what she was doing. Um, and I was watching, you know, the, the crib, my brothers and sisters just keeping an eye on them. And she came down and met me in the city. And I went to Jersey I went to, I went back with her to Jersey and psh, didn't, <laughs> didn't look back. The crazy thing is her friend, one, one day I, it was early on, I was out in Jersey and her shorty Tina was going, you know, coming over. I think they used to ride to work or something. She was like, this is going to be awkward. I was like, no, it's not. You know, she didn't, I didn't make it to her second date personality. Fuck out of here. But Shorty did have a little attitude when she came, see me laid up, sprawled in the bed, playing the PlayStation and shit. She was looking at her friend like, wow. But it was nothing she could possibly say. Her friend and I went on to have a a really great relationship until she caught me in love with girls. With my ex, who I told her I wasn't fucking with no more. But we'll get to that. Maybe on episode nine, if I'm feeling fine. You know what I mean? No. But yeah, that was, so that wasn't really like a blind date, right? That was like a hookup going wrong or something. I don't know. Anywho, guys, thank you for rocking with me, rocking and rocking with me. I appreciate the love. As always, Black Lives Matter forever, ever and a million forever. Trans Lives Matter. We have to stop killing our trans men and women. I'm tired of going on my brother Marquise Wilson's page and seeing another fucking trans man trans woman killed by the hands of a cis man or woman guys knock it the fuck off it's not your business what the trans men and women do in their life it's not it's not any of your business b for real for real for real for real so all my educators out there getting ready to go back to school hold your head man they tell you to to make your will no make your will make a passion to teach these kids i know it's fucking crazy out there but guess what kids are going to come to school parents are going to send them because some parents are going back to work it's not the kids fault don't take it out on them let's do what we do best let's shape and change the minds of the future again black lives matter forever and a million forever go check out uh frugal for life on instagram dope way to you know frugal frugal f-r-u-g-a-l for life on instagram Check if you're looking for some cheesecakes. Check out Mini Cakes on Facebook. Mini Cheesecakes by the homie Tina Marie. I see you out there. Purple, yellow, TC. Yep, let's go. But anyway, you're done though. Thank you for rocking with me. I appreciate y'all. Episode 8, guys. Episode 9 is coming. It's coming. I appreciate you guys again. Peace out.